Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host Sylvie Do. And today we are going to talk about what it takes to be a winner. Having true grit to get from start to a finish line. And um, I don't know, I just sort of thought about this because I just want to say that um, for me, like I wouldn't say I'm an A personality, but when I go out for an event, it means I'm going to cross that finish line no matter what. Like if I have to crawl across it and it doesn't matter what position I'm in, um it means that i'm going out to be a competitor now before we get into this podcast i just want to remind you to subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast on your favorite platform and if you're listening to this episode and you're watching me make sure that you follow the secrets from the saddle podcast youtube channel and you can search for me on YouTube for my personal page where I am putting up uh, coaching videos, I have fitness videos, and also I'm putting up regular videos with relating relation to uh, training and preparing for Unbound Excel. So basically, I'm just doing straight up live videos as I'm training and they're like uncensored, unedited videos talking about different things. And frankly, that's the fastest way to get them up because I don't have time to edit things. And I hope that you're okay with that um, because that's just the way it is. (laughs) I don't have enough time and it's just me and I don't have an editor um, to get them done. So as I... I'm going through my training. I just set up my camera and go straight to a live video on my YouTube channel. So just search out Sylvie Do. Okay, now let's just talk about True Grid. And I was compelled to, like, I really thought about this because I had a bunch of friends who went and did Paris to Ancaster last weekend in Hamilton. And if you're a gravel racer in Canada, Eastern Canada, you know, so Paris to Ancaster is one of the longest standing uh, gravel races. I believe it started in the 90s, maybe even earlier. Um, and so it's an iconic 
race course. It's the same one. There's the same areas, the shoots, the mud, um, the, the distance, everything. So, but last weekend, I've never done it myself. And after last weekend, it's going on the calendar for next year. So that's going to be one of my training events for. Uh, so I'll be spending the winter training for that with my training group. And uh, so I had a couple of friends go out and race the 70K and the 100K. So the 100K this year turned into um, the Gravel National Championships, which honestly, it's in May. How can you have a championships in May? Nobody's been out racing yet. So anyways, but that's what happened. And so the 100K turned into a national championships race. So anybody can go in it, as you know, anybody can race for a national podium. You don't have to qualify. Um, and uh, so I had some friends in that category and some friends doing the 70K and some friends doing the lower, the shorter distances. But what really got me going so I'm watching all my friends and I'm listening to the posts coming back on Sunday after the event. And um, when I talk about True Grit, I, I think about like, what are you going to do within reason to get to across the finish line? We're just going to start there. We're not even going to start for going like getting onto the podium. And if you don't get first, it's the end of the world kind of thing. Because a lot of us are not like a personality people who are, you know, like national champions, Olympic athletes, who dedicate their life to training. A lot of us are just weekend warriors who have families and they like to be active, right? I hate the attitude of, and this is what came out of this, a conversation with a friend who participated, didn't end up finishing. And then she's, you know, and I'll tell you why. And then she's like, well, why would I finish? I'm not going to be first anyways. You know, and she was going for a national championship. And I thought that's a real shit attitude. What do you think? That's a shit attitude. It's a shit attitude. You know, I'm not in first place have a mechanical. I'm going to call it a day because I'm not in first place. Sweetie, the race ain't over till it's over. And if people like you are racing, they should be out. You know, like, I just, I was blown away by the attitude of a fellow female racer, cyclist, gravel rider. And, um, but here's the thing, true grid comes in and I look at my friend Melanie and she out there and she hammered and she had a freaking good time and you know whatever she came in eighth and she's like I missed sixth or seventh place by two seconds and you're just like well you know like is it really worth thinking about where you could have got those two seconds it could have been anywhere <laughs> you know like you know she's saying well I shouldn't you know have stopped and had a pee well you know, <laughs> that's something you need to do because sometimes it's just so bad you can't even focus on anything else. Um, but, and you know, I look at her and I'm like, she is a true competitor. 
because she had the grit and the attitude to go out there and race like a champ. And another friend of mine who was doing the 100 in the nationals category, she apparently lost use of her electric um, shifting. That's another reason why I don't like those things. Like anything electric on your bike, when it's like shit weather, who knows what's going to happen. It's not worth it for me. But right away, her shifter stopped working. She had to stop and reset it. So she could have said, well, I'm just going to pull myself out of this race. I've got no shifts, no gears left, and call it a day. Like, what would you do? Right? But no, she took the time. She reset it, and she finished 100K. Last place in her women's category, but 13 out of 13 who finished, there are plenty of women who didn't finish, right? Because of the conditions, because they were ill-prepared, because they weren't prepared for the conditions, the weather, hypothermia, whatever. So do you have what it takes to get yourself across the finish line? And that's all it is. Are you playing the mind game in where I like, you know, I got myself in too deep. I'm going to take this opportunity because, oh my God, something happened and I'm just going to not finish. Are you going to be that person? Or are you going to go up, fix it, pull yourself through and get across the finish line? I mean, being across the finish line isn't everything, but if you go out and to participate in an event, it does become everything because if you start putting yourself into those mind games and quitting halfway through all the time, it is really hard to get out of that. And I'm going to give you an example. One of my friends, Matt, God love him. Um, every time he went out for a race, he came back, oh, this mechanical, oh, that, or this, and he would never finish a race for whatever reason. And it's the worst crutch you can get into as a competitor in any kind of sport is getting past those excuses, right? So it took him years to actually get past that and finish a race and then finish another race and then finish another race. You see this in sporting teams all the time. You have your nemesis. You're going against the team that you always lose to. What are you going in with that mindset, right? Like, let's just talk about hockey. And the Bruins are always a dominant winning team. And who went up against them? I think oh, it was Florida. Probably never won against them. We're always crushed by them and they won. And then, you know, and then you have the Toronto, the Maple Leafs who don't have to go up against their nemesis or this really hardcore team anymore because they got ousted. Now they have a chance of winning. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so it's it's like those things. It's like when we were in Ultimate Frisbee Women's League, there was this women's league, a team that just crushed everybody crushed us all the time. And so we haven't even started the game and we've already lost in our heads, right? Ah, we're going to lose. They always crush us. What do you think happens? We get crushed. So 
it's kind of that like mentality It's like going into that event, like, how are you going to participate? What kind of competitor are you going to be? So let's go back to this friend or this woman that I know. She posts that, you know, she's going out there and she's going to, you know, she just started in gravel and um, she posts that she wasn't able to finish because her cleat came off her shoe. Oh my God. What? Seriously? That took you out of the game? You still have like your legs? You still have a pedal? You put your shoe on the pedal and you fucking go. Like, what kind of an excuse is that? I'm sorry. I might be a little bit of a hard ass, but that to me is not an excuse. Many people have raced with more at stake than losing the pedal stroke or being able to be clipped in to your pedal than that. I thought that was, sorry, lame fucking excuse. And I told her actually, (laughs) she didn't like it. I don't care. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one thinking it. I was the only one who wrote it though. And so she doesn't like me now, but like, and then she came back, she says, well, I don't race just to race. I'm racing to win. And I'm like, well, if you race into win, that wouldn't have stopped you. You stopped because of the fucking shit conditions that you're probably not used to pushing your bike through the mud and being caked and you're probably hot, tired and, and not tired, but like freezing. You know what I mean? So you can use any little excuse and, and, and let's just say you're an experienced rider and your cleat is that loose, don't you think you would have noticed? Just a little bit rattling in your pedal as you walked? I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, you have, your those screws have to be pretty damn loose to actually have your foot come off. You have to be pretty damn unaware of it. Or... Maybe you loosened them up yourself because you looked out and said, mm, that's going to be a fucking tough race. I guess going to use this little excuse and there's a lot of tough competitors on the start line and there were, <laughs> I wasn't there, but I know who won and she crushed all of us at Halliburton. Like she's a fucking competitor's powerhouse. Anyways, so Things like that, I just, like, don't complain, you know, um, be prepared. And yeah, maybe I'm a bit of a hard ass, hard hard on my kids, but, and, you know, I, I, for the most part, I keep it to myself. But the thing is that um, if you want to be successful at a goal, you got to be able to push yourself a little bit past the uncomfortable and that's in everything that's in life you know and learn from your mistakes no you might think you're going out there to win but there might be you know another story is going to finish off your day and the race ain't over until it's over she could have kept on going and placed well she could have 
Like, how cool would it have been a story to say that you finished the race with only one pedal clipped in? And mind you, there was way too much walking, for, or there was a ton of walking in mud that it wouldn't have made a difference anyways. So, you know, that that little conversation, I don't think we're friends anymore, but we weren't really close friends anyways, but um, just made me think about that. You know, because too many times in life, we push things aside because they're too uncomfortable, too hard, and um, and we don't finish our business. We don't finish what we set out to do. So I just want you to think about that. Maybe put some comments in below about what you would say or what you would do. But um, I encourage you, if you're going to go out and you're going to be a competitor, A, first of all, make sure you're prepared. Maybe beyond prepared. Don't think about how lightweight your your bike has to be or like how lightweight your clothes have to be when it's truly too cold or too rainy or too wet and you need more. And you know, like over 100K, four hours, it's not going to look pretty for you. So there's things like that that can help you out. And uh, I encourage you to layer up and unlayer if you have to um but push yourself just push yourself and see where it, what happens and you know like there's always next year go back and redeem yourself get better experience the event experience whatever it is take away from that and build on it for next year that's all you can do when it comes to cycling events right? You have one experience. You're like, okay, I now know what to expect. I now know what I need to do for next year. And you go and you do it. All right. Well, with that, have an amazing day, everybody. I hope you enjoyed those little thoughts, maybe some wisdom thoughts, maybe not. Um, But do you have true grit to get past some adversity and difficulties on the race course, in life, in training um so have yourself an amazing day and we'll see you on the next episode take care guys have a good one thank you so much for spending this time with me on the secrets from the saddle podcast learning more about sighting people places and things that make cycling such an exciting sport I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.